Blog Talk Radio. Woman, the black woman is God. Black woman, 
That big black woman You can never check that woman The black woman is God Mother of the earth Queen of the land Call me Mama Duke Watch me expand Swallow up the sun Give birth to my glands That's what we call a resurrection I think it's time to turn your lights on I think it's time to change your white on Sneaking up on you just like a python Isis is really ice on We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga In the form of double X, nigga I want my throne back I'm set, nigga I burn your shit down Stop that, nigga We got waited, debated, anticipated Was hated, miseducated By both who ejaculated You're not a faker, you're ravers and violators And mother niggas haters Cause we born immaculated You're not be changing the orders We be the total recorders Removing all of the borders Stopping the slaughter So I'm calling the daughters From out the pre-mortal waters With legs around the way Call her mommy water And she gone Black woman That jet black woman Yeah, that's respect that woman Why? Black woman is God Black woman Yeah, that big black woman You can never check that woman Why? Black woman is God They think I'm gonna stop this fight When they call me bitch hoe and dyke So I'm saying it loud right on the mic Stand strong, reclaiming my birthright down to no man. The mission never been part of the program. So keep pushing and searching this whole land. No DNA strand. We think the black road man. So who were the builders before you? And who gave you suckling and boy you? If you believe in the ultimate sacrifice, the story to Jesus Christ, she had her without you. So cause your God for rape and war. Mama come back to settle that score. Came down to earth long before. Babylon whore, we the my knees and that bet the eyes and that the send your mama new. We the top man basta, I'm you nether, I'm you cancer, sibling, oracle, hero. We from beyond the sun, moon, and Mars, serious who we be, call me the superstar. Please be in me from my set, to see what's going around my legs, we get swords like Ali Rock, and I'm the black woman. That big black woman, <laughs> yeah, just respect that woman. Why? The black woman is God. Black woman, oh, that jet black woman. You can never check that woman. Why? The black woman is God. Yeah, yeah, you can never check that woman. Oh, 
Every hood nigga dream fantasizing about Nikki and 
my name. Queen of rap, fuck you out of here. Queen is back, fuck you out of here. Time to get wet, bitch, I'm out of here. I'm all fucked like this, fuck you out of here. I'm so awesome. I'm so fucking awesome. These hoes wanna be me, cause they know Kimmy, she flawless. Ooh, yeah, I'm flossing. Bitches got them nauseous. Phantom got them cursing. Pin mirror push. Uh. I just had a baby about a week ago. These bitches got me on my booty, yo. Look at the shit. Still got my dick on the lips. I ain't been stuntin' a bitch. Damn, it's a shame. I gave you the rope. Bitch, I want you to hang. See your lipstick with the mascara. Kissing myself in the rear mirror. Head game so presidential. Spit on a dick like an instrumental. Huh? Yeah, baby. Welcome, everybody, to tonight's installment of the Angry Divas Radio Show. That's right. I am your host with the most, the triple dark goddess, also known as that diva bitch of fire, because it does burn a little hot around here every now and again. And, you know, this has been a crazy-ass week for me, y'all. Um, I know we have not had a week of shows like I would have liked, but, you know, things happen. And I did intend to do a show at 12, but, man... Like I said, things happen, but we do make up for what we can. That's so funny. As I'm starting the show, I just got a text from my pops. <laughs> Adorable. All right, y'all know how I do this thing. Usually I play a couple of songs, and then we come on right on in. Tonight, we're going to talk a couple of dark bitchisms. Are you the huntress bitch, or are you the fucking prey? We're going to talk about it. After dark with triple, are you the huntress or the prey? And it's going to go in with tonight's dark bitchism, which will be on our page momentito. But anywho, I'm going to play some tunes, and we'll be on back up in here in a flash. Thank you. Oh, uh-huh. 
And this is what he said, unbeknownst to me. Doc, I'm sending Soap over. She's got a terrible cold, but that's not the problem. The problem is, she don't wear no underwear. Do me a favor. Tell her the reason she got this cold is on account of she don't wear no underwear. You got that? Right. Oh, says the doc. So I, like a schmuck, shot on down to the doctor's office. Doctor says, open your mouth and say, ah. I opened my mouth. I said, ah. You can stop clapping. Doc looked down my throat. He said, so, you ain't wearing no underwear. I said, I beg your pardon? He said to me, so, you ain't wearing no underwear. I said to him, doctor, you can look down my throat and see I ain't wearing no underwear? He said, that's right, so. I said, doc, do me a favor. Look up my ass and tell him my hat's on straight. <laughs> I'm a 
All right, y'all. Almost ready. I'm almost there. I got one more. I got one more. One more. One more. Fuck it. Soldier boy, boy on the beat.
man. When me talk, hear what you fit up. Shut your mouth. Listen close. What we come fit up. Shut it down. Legal shot. Don't touch a bun. Enough excitement. See them frightened. Watch them while I run. Come here, girl. We are the. What I want. Done with that. Don't it why? Don't it matter. Get a lick you. Make it clap. One go take it off. Set the trap. Don't fight it now. You're skipping off. You don't want it. One go fuck it till you broke it up. So exotic. While you suck it, watch me fuck it up. So what happened? Party big, watch me love it come. Bend over and spread and make me sticky teen and bust it up. Twerk it, 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 Of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry
It's the Angry Diva of the Angry Divas Radio Show on BlogTalkRadio.com. So what you gonna do? It's the Angry Divas Radio Show with Triple Dark Goddess as the host. Airing live weekdays on BlogTalk Radio at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website at www.angrydivas.com. This has been another Big House production. The Angry Divas. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. These niggas, they be grown men, but that little boy, these niggas Went to cookie, so I got a chips to hoy these niggas But I never iPhone, Android, these niggas Use rubbers with them, I don't ever roar these niggas More money than them, I'ma son all these niggas I ain't shopping, but it's like I gotta store these niggas Put them on timeout and never call these niggas Pussy like girls, damn, it's my pussy gay It's a holiday, play with my pussy day Pussy this, pussy that, pussy taken Pussy ride dick like she a Jamaican Pussy stay warm, pussy on vacation You lose bitches, need a pussy renovation you, you, you can eat it with a pussy reservation Pussy about to get a standing ovation Clap, clap, clap for this pussy nigga But I can't get this pussy to a pussy nigga Aw oh, man, slow down I'ma give you something that you can hold down But I can't give you head, I'm too ill for that I'ma make a movie still kill Bill for that Cause what the fuck, this ain't Chanel nigga, custom down What the fuck, I ain't smoking hot, bust me down You the same clown nigga that was running me down Now you all up in the source cause you wanna be down I said rule number one to be a boss ass bitch Never let a clown nigga try to play you If he play you, then rule number two Fuck his best friends and make them yes men And get a dick pic and then you press send And send a red heart and send a kissy face And tell him that his friends love how your pussy tastes And that's rule three, I'm the school T My wrist look like I am a jewel thief But that's just cause I am a boss bitch Now macaroni cheese and grill my swordfish I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. If he catch my drift, he could catch my jizz. I be out in Cali running on my business is. I be out in Cali watching back my Christmas vids. Every time I fuck him, yes, I tell him this is his. Look down at it and I said this is big. Man, my game so cold, I said this is big. Best flow in the game, this is not a lie. Tell him bitches for they teeth and dot they eyes. I, I, I came back, bitches flow still boring. I said, damn man, go back to whoring. You know I still lead the league in scoring. You know I'm still bad and I'm still foreign. I'ma give bitches time to. Get hot. Chill out at the game, New York, nigga, bop. If they actually got bars, it can rock. But if not, I'ma destroy chicks a lot. Oh, but on the pill, I'm an album more. Just drop this freestyle, 45, get old. When I lay low, bitches be safe and sound. When I come back, they better not make a sound. I hear you. When I'm back on the prowl. Bitches better have my money Cause I'm coming for you Ooh, ooh. Uh, okay I 
what a rich bitch source. Rich bitch cold, got a rich bitch cough. Rich bitch wanted, I go rich bitch off. Cause you know my style getting bit ripped off. When I'm at the restaurant, rich bitch source. Rich bitch cold, I got a rich bitch cough. Rich bitch wanted, I go rich bitch off. And you know my style getting bit ripped off.
among other things, you know? Okay, I got you. All right. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm I'm new. I'm new. All right. Well, I I will let you know that I am the dark one and I am a dark bitch, but I am kind to those who are kind to me. All right. You lower your soul. Oh, right. I lower mine. <laughs> I'm playing, but I'm serious. All right. So. You're you're here with us. Feel free to, you know, you can mute your line. You can keep your line open if you want, but you're here with us, and I'm just going to go ahead on with the flow here, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, I'll mute my line for now. All right. Awesome. So, everyone, as I was saying in our intro, make sure you check us out. We're on Facebook. You can also check out our website. That's www.angrydevas.com. Yes. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas radio show. So, a couple of things that have been going on in my life. You know, I, I, when I watch TV or I experience something, it's not like your average, you know. I don't watch TV the way other people watch TV. I don't. I'm not one of those folks. If I'm watching something, I'm trying to catch something in it. And I was talking about this the other day. I kind of went in on Cool Runnings. <laughs> I had a couple of people say, yeah, I love that movie, too. <laughs> and it was vibing with me on it. And I was like, nah, man, it was a lesson. It was something they were trying to get across to me, you know. You got to know when there's something for you there, you know. It might seem like a little, but you know there's something for you. So you just got to kind of pay attention a little bit more. So this show, House of Cards, it's on Netflix. It's on YouTube as well, and um, their third season is coming out next month, and I can't fucking wait. This shit is a good show. It's written well. It's real dark, and it talks about, you know, the behind the scenes of the government, you know, how power is moved, what power is, how it's exchanged, and even when they break it down to even some of the female characters, how they get some of their power using their sexuality, using their prowess, using certain power plays and moves, marriages to certain people, certain times, all of these sorts of things. Just I'm looking at all of this through different eyes, through darker eyes. And in the show, there were a couple of things that I picked up that I thought were wonderful. So there's a character, Frank Underwood, played by uh, Kevin Spacey. And he says the following, and I just, it's not that it's that profound, but it's what it does to your understanding of life and how you define things. Because anybody can read what someone told them and do it how someone has told you. We are very programmable. It's easy as fuck to program us. That's why my ass was watching TV the other day, and I saw a commercial. It's terrible, okay? It totally tapped in to teenage me, because I saw a commercial of two people, it was a guy and a girl, and they were eating, like, Fruit Loops and shit, and they were playing Nintendo. <laughs> and I could hear that, that's all it took. I went and got some Fruit Loops. <laughs> I sure the hell did. I went and got some Fruit Loops <laughs> with some almond milk, because I can't do regular milk. 
and I ate them their loops and played Mario. I really did because <laughs> it just tapped in to that part of me. So we are very programmable. It's easy to do shit the way people have taught us to do it and how they show us to do it. It's easy to tap into them little program spots in us, that little kid of you that used to play Nintendo, and you would put the towel over it so mama didn't see that it was still on because this is before there was such a thing as save. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about, all right? With my game nerds. <laughs> I know we are very programmable people, all right? I'll use myself as an example. I'll tell on myself, if it's not you, oh, well, I'm talking about me. So I, I'm looking at that, and I'm, you know, just paying attention to those little things and how this comes up in this show and what he said. So here's what he said. Let's, let's get to it, right? He said, everything in life is about sex, except sex. Sex is about power. I paused the shit right fucking there like, wait, hold up. Yup. Yup. Everything in life is about sex. Except sex. Sex is about power. Power exchange. In change. Power play. And so then I was saying to myself, so if everything in life is about sex and sex is about power, then every fucking thing in life is about power. Huh? Right or wrong? Somebody feel free to weigh in. 347-826-9930. That's how I took it. All right? Call in if you want. 347-826-9930. If everything in life is about sex except sex because sex is about power, then everything in life is about power. If everything is about sex, and sex is about power, it was just the most logical leap. And I thought about this. I'm going to meet a friend yesterday, right? I get on the train. I'm riding into the city. And I sit down. I look up. Across from me is what I considered my favorite ex, right? Like the one that I broke up with just because he wanted kids and I didn't want no damn kids, you know? And I was like, man, maybe I should have just, you know, I'm looking at him. I'm like, huh. So come to find out, he does have them two kids he wanted. He's miserable and underemployed. His life is all fucked up. And I just came away and said, thank God I was smart. Thank God, even when I was stupid, I was smart enough to know not to have sex because I was too stupid to do it. I didn't know what I was doing. You know? Seriously, you got to know when you're dumb. You got to know when you're ignorant so you know not to fuck yourself up. Don't get cocky will get you fucked up. You have to know when you are ignorant so you don't get yourself in harm's way. So I, I was just thinking about, you know, all of those things and how sex is about power. How power exchange should increase you. But sometimes it doesn't. More often than not, it doesn't because not only do we not know how to wield power, we don't really know what it is, and we don't really know that we're worthy of it. So we more often than not fuck it up. Ego gets in the way. I'm just, you know, come on, let's just be real. We, we all can be human and real around here. Sometimes you fuck up, you know, whatever. Jealousies and power plays. You know, I was even thinking about this just, you know, woman to woman. 
how women will war one another over over dick and dickism, you know, ideologies and stuff. My dick is bigger than yours. It's always some shit like that, you know. It's never something that matters. <laughs> Not to say that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's always something like that. How about Warren for land and wealth? How about warring for real prestige, not hood rich, you know? How about warring for greater inner formation and information as well? How about warring for greater access to our gifts and what's innately ours, what is our own power, what our own value is and how to tap into that shit to make it manifest so it's not just an idea, but it's something that we are walking and living and seeing every day, how to keep that going, because once you get it, it's the keeping of the thing as well. It's more about shit like that. <laughs> Something that I have come to really admire about our male counterparts is their wisdom in their hunting. I was thinking about that shit they taught us in school to hunt gatherers and all that whole thing. And thinking about in a social sense and, you know, in a sexual sense, how cunning and wise and smooth, you know, all the shit that women love, all the shit we love, watch out. <laughs> how great all that is. The finesse. And I was thinking about some of those lost arts. Because it's not all bad. You know, there's there's a negative and a positive and everything. There's medicine and poison and everything. But I was thinking about some of the lost art of masculinity. And it was coming up in this show as well. Y'all go ahead on and watch House of Cards and come back and we'll talk about it some more. Because I'm telling you, it's a badass show. The lost art of masculinity. How men used to be so good with their words. You know? I was thinking about some of the old songs. When they <laughs> just <laughs> they would just come through. Let me make love to you, baby. They would just <laughs> come right out and sing it out to you. I was thinking about the lost arts of masculinity and the gains and the losses in the same time. The pressures, some of the expectations. And I was thinking about that because when you're a larger-than-life personality and you get around women who are small, you know, they kind of relate to you like you're a dude. It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Big old boobs and all, they still relate to you like you're a dude. (laughs) Because you're larger-than-life, you know? (laughs) And I was thinking about why that is. How some of these lost thoughts of masculinity when they're expressed between women, it ends up being read that way. It's so, some of the power plays, some of the interplays of life. Look at things differently sometimes. When you go about your day tomorrow, what, today's Friday, all right, fine. Say tomorrow you get up. You're going to go out for breakfast, all right? You're going to sit, you have your coffee, you order your eggs, whatever the fuck you like. Me, I'm going, it's going to be corned beef hash, and they got to make it crispy. Otherwise, it ain't right, you know. And I need some home fries, some eggs fried over hard, and we're good to go. <laughs> a lot of coffee. Keep it flowing. 
I'm a bean town babe. What can I say? All right. We like our coffee. <laughs> I don't do Dunkin's stuff. Dunkin's is shit coffee. I don't like the way they brew it. It's terrible. Anyhow, that's not the point. You go, you get your coffee, you get your breakfast, and you watch. You see what's going on around you. See how people exchange. Pay attention to when you're in the stores and people ask you questions or the things that they say. I pay attention even like, say, if I'm in a cab, right, and the cabbie's talking. There's, a, there's an energy exchange. It's always a power play. It's information exchange. People are always looking to see either who you are, or what you represent, or what your value is. They're always looking to put you in a box or something that makes sense, somewhere to make you fit. When you know that and you approach the world with that understanding, you're more likely to win than you are to get got. And pay attention because people always reveal themselves to you. They reveal themselves to you in ways that they don't realize that they are. Their fears, their concerns, and their desires. And we reveal ourselves the same way. We've been programmed to do so. I was talking with this sister today. We were talking about uh <laughs> we were talking about a couple of different spiritual aspects, you know. Talking about some different grimoires. I was talking about um the grimoire of Lilith and I was saying to her one of the wonderful things about being a woman is being that intuitive and, and being gifted and being able to see beyond the beyond. And to understand what you're reading and to see be, be, between the lines. To not just read the story and take it away and be a believer, but to really be able to travel between the realms with what you read, with what you see, with what you feel, and trust yourself in that. So I was saying to her that when I read it, I was, I understood a lot better the rapport between women and men and women and women and men and men. And it made me, even though we the angry diva in this bitch, it made me a little less angry. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, no. <laughs> I'm going to have to rename the show from angry divas to like even divas and shit. I don't know. <laughs> but I was thinking about when you consider Lilith as Adam's first wife, and Lilith said, fuck you. I'm not laying under you. Get on your back. I'm riding. Mm-hmm. That's what we're dealing with here. Okay. Adam wasn't trying to have that shit. You know what I mean? Adam was like, no, bitch. On your back. He wasn't trying to have it. And she said, fuck you. And she left. <laughs> she left. She was done with it. She would not have nothing to do with him. She refused to lay down under him. She wanted to ride. Power play. Power exchange. Dominance. And then I was thinking about Eve. They'd like us all to believe that we daughters of Eve and try to tell us how to do it, right? <laughs> but hands up if you know. That <laughs> you know that you know you that dragon bitch. <laughs> And you're not afraid to claim it. Because I'm certainly not. The dragoness, you know. 
to embrace that part of yourself and that side of yourself in a world gone mad with its demonization. They say that Lilith, this is the, the Hebrews, the Jews say this, that Lilith will come for your males, for your sons, if you don't circumcise him by his eighth day of living. You got to get him circed before the eighth day or she's going to come and get him. <laughs> right? And so I know they would like us to believe that people are, you know, circumcising sons for health, but this is the reason. This is the reason, right? So that the men will not <laughs> let Lilith take her ride. <laughs> that shit is crazy. We've got a whole culture playing against this power play based on some of these ancient stories. Things we don't understand. Learn to look at things differently. I read this quote. I don't remember who it was by. Y'all do some Googling. But it said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It all depends on what lens you're looking through. Sight really is according to the lens of the viewer. And it depends, my friend, on what lens you're looking through, what you see. You choose what you want to see. Something that we don't think we have, but it is. It's your fucking power and your right. You choose what it is you want to see. You get to choose that. Other people don't have to like your view. It's not theirs. It's yours. When you can accept your own view, other people's goddamn ideas do not matter. <laughs> I mean, unless it can improve your own then I'd like to hear what you've got to say. But if not, peace be the journey. I'm trying to really impress that on myself. I've had a couple of tests this week. And I I, I passed. Fuck that. I passed with flying colors. I'm claiming it. It's mine. I'm saying it. I'm riding around and I'm getting it. it it's mine. I'm claiming that. I won. It's no longer about my ego. I kept asking for that. I kept asking about it. I kept fucking with my mentor about it, too. I know she's tired of me. Thank you, sis. I know she's fucking tired of me. Like, the fucking ego, man. I need help. Ah, the ego about to fuck my whole shit up. My money and everything. Help. <laughs> I need it. I need to rein this bitch in. Tie her down. Beat her. <laughs> that was the wrong approach. That was the wrong approach for that old dark horse. Got to ride that horse and understand the journey it's taking you on. Change your view. So I did. And I finally figured it out. So when the test came around for my ego, whether it was I have to prove myself right or not, I was able to relent, realize what it is, and change course. Even if it hurts. Even if it's confusing. Even if you're not really sure what's on the other side, sometimes I'd rather what's behind door number fucking three than what I know is behind door one and two. I don't know what the hell's behind door number three, but it's got to be better than what I already know and didn't have. Let's try it. Choose the unknown sometimes. It's a fucking scary place to be. That dark space, that darkness upon the deep, we're always taught to fear that instead of Jumping in with both feet. Honing ourselves and getting better at what we what we see, what we want, what we believe possible for ourselves at all. 
I see we got another caller. So before I go on anymore, because y'all know I can talk. I am verbose as fuck. 918 Your mic is open. Welcome. What you got for me today? Diva Chaos here. Hey! Diva Chaos around. All right. We got a Diva in the building. Fellow Diva. One of my fellow Diva admins. I am talking about the dark. <laughs> the darkness on the deep and many other things. What you got for me, honey? Well, I... I was listening in, and I was completely agreeing in about what you said about sex pretty much is power. Whoever is having the sex mm-hmm. pretty much has the power. Mm-hmm. And I know that dynamic all too well lately in this house. Yes. Girl, and I'm, holding, I'm holding the power right now. She <laughs> said I'm holding the power. You know, you know what I was looking at though. I was, I was thinking about this, and you know, heads up to you, we do have a male caller on the line. And male caller, feel free. You did not give me a name to call you, brother. So I'm just gonna keep calling you, male caller, till you give me something else. But um, we do have a male caller on the line. But I was thinking of it like this, sis. The power is actually in the sharing. It just depends on what position you play. I'm gonna say it like that. <laughs> the power yes. is indeed I, in the sharing. It just depends on what position you play. True, and this is this is coming from as a diva who's been married going on thirteen years. Yes, you have to share power. You can't hog all the positions. It has to be split evenly. Otherwise, you're going to have mm-hmm. conflict, which pretty much leads to divorce. Which is why the divorce rates are high because. One person gets a little taste of power, and then you're like, "Oh, well, now I gotta have my hands in every little thing." I honestly, mm. I like I like splitting the balance of power because then that means both of us are on the same playing field, and we're not both feeling well. Now I outrank you, or now I'm doing more than you are. So yes, you have to split it. Right. Otherwise, you're gonna have power conflict with everything. And you know what? Something that this is so difficult for many of us black women, and it's so unfortunate. But sometimes it's difficult to just be soft, you know, to just yield. Um, I don't like terms like submission and stuff. I know the weight they carry, so I don't try to use those terms. But I think the idea of, of yielding, of softness, of Sweetness, even you know, doing something a little different. I think the idea of that, of of pampering yourself, taking care of yourself, those kinds of things, we need to encourage more of that in ourselves. You know, I try to make that a priority for myself. Whenever I make sales, I make sure I book me an appointment at the spot because it is necessary that I take care of myself. I was talking with Diva Valkyrie. Valkyrie's a massage therapist. And I said, you can't just be rubbing on people. you got to make sure you put into you. Put back into you. It's important. And exactly. that's something else. That's, a, that's our responsibility as women, that we have to make a priority and that it's a necessity 
it is a bare necessity that we invest in ourselves because Yeah, I'm here. Hello? 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 Hey, party people. Sorry about that. It cut me out. I'm here. I'm here. It cut me out. And I had to, um, you know, just kind of reboot my system. But... What I was saying before that happened, I actually thought I had caught the computer. You know how sometimes your computer is set to do an update? I had scheduled it to be after the show, but I think it went a little early. And my apologies on that. Um, You know, we roll with it. We do what we can. So what I was saying is it's important that we invest in, in taking care of ourselves and our sweetness, you know, and maintaining a sweet spirit about ourselves. And it's hard to do that when you're not putting into yourself, if we're looking for someone else to do that for us, we're already setting ourselves up for failure. If you are not going to put into yourself to believe in yourself, to invest in yourself, to take care of yourself, you can't expect somebody else to do that. And it's a vibrational thing. It's not just um, you know, just a, a thing that you think about. It's, it really is a vibrational thing. It's about what your energy is, where your energy is at, and where your energy is going to be attracting or what your energy is going to be attracting. And if I want to be in a space or with people who take good care of themselves, who love themselves, who believe in themselves, I had better be that shit first for myself. Um, Otherwise, I'll just be kind of on the outside looking in. And that's just, it's true. You do have to change the way that you're looking at things, the way that you think. Um, I I talk about this a lot. I say this often with my friends especially. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Be not conformed to the ways of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so if the way of the world is to say, you black man ain't shit, you black woman ain't shit, that's not going to be my way for myself. It can't be. Because I have to be transformed and constantly growing and revolving in myself by the renewing of my mind. I can't do things or believe on myself or even speak over myself the way that other people would speak over me. And that has taken me a long time to really get that lesson. And now I'm applying it to myself. You say what the hell you want to about me. I think I'm wonderful. I Actually, I know I'm wonderful. Wonderful. Full of wonder. And I can do wondrous things and have done wondrous things and will do greater still wondrous things in my life. I speak that over myself. And I talk to the sisters about, you know, God consciousness. When we say that black woman is God shit, we better be living it. How do you get there? How I got there? I had to say to myself, I would get up, you know, you get up in the morning. You brush your teeth, you wash your face, get the boogies out of your eyes and stuff. And I would say to myself, I am God. And I would laugh at first because it sounded kind of blasphemous. <laughs> it's funny. And then after a while, it just kind of took. And it became easier and easier still. So, you know, we want our men or a man to invest in us and all of this whole thing. You have to be putting that into yourself. You do. You got to be treating yourself. How you know how you should be treated if you don't know how to treat yourself? And 
we have to be willing to really go that mile and stand up for that shit too. Don't get with him and let him slack off. You know how men are do. Lazy bastards. <laughs> you gotta keep on all this goddamn toes. You're horrible. <laughs> you gotta keep his ass on his toes. You know I'm right. Y'all know I'm right. That's why you laugh. <laughs> I might be horrible, but I'm right than a motherfucker. <laughs> you gotta keep him on his toes. You know what I mean? Remind him. You know. So we talk about power plays and stuff. Don't just be withholding the cookies. You know, like, oh, really? Oh, you going to act funny? All right. I'm going to shock the hell out of you. You're going to be waiting. Like, wait, this bitch is cooking and fucking me. Something ain't right. I better be on my P's and Q's because she is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I see you, honey. <laughs> Got to keep them on the toes because they will forget and try to play you. They will. You know, it's human nature. It's not just y'all. As I just talked about how we have to get our shit together. Y'all got to keep y'all shit together, too. It's just human nature. It just is what it is, people. Anyone want to weigh in, yay or nay? (laughs) Uh, What happened to the last caller? Diva Chaos, you still with us, sister? Well, I can't see because, you know, I had to call in because I had to redo my computer. But, you know, feel free to say something if you wanted to. You um, Well, first, could you give us a name, Mystery Mail Caller? Something to call it. Hmm? from Cali. Hmm? Back your phone up from your mouth like three inches <laughs> and try that again for me. This is uh, Fred from Cali. Shred? Yeah, Fred, like Freddy. Freddy Fred, Krueger. Fred. Oh, okay. oh, Freddy Krueger. Okay. You know, that was one of my least favorite fucking movies as a child. That shit scared the shit out of me. But I was very young at the time. And, you know, thanks for invoking that shit. <laughs> I see what you about, Freddy Krueger. So funny. <laughs> I have a story for you. On okay. Halloween, I'm on my way into the city of Boston to do some Halloween bar crawl or some shit, right? And I was going for the food <laughs> because it was a lot of really great restaurants. And so anyhow, I'm on the train. And I see this dude, and he's dressed up as Freddie Mercury Krueger. I never laughed so hard in my fucking life. It was the craziest thing in the world. Freddie Mercury from Queen and Freddie Krueger as one person. Hilarious. <laughs> kind of scary. Wow. <laughs> Freddie, scary in his own way. <laughs> anyway, what you have for me on what I all had to say here since you cut out of the mess and everything? <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I agree. Men do have to. Uh, <laughs> when you said uh, it's one of those things, like, oh, damn it, I gotta do that. That was like, um, like men you gotta, you know, when you're put to the test, you know, you gotta sit, sit and stand up for your woman. You know, it's like when shit happens, you gotta be there because um, the relationship can it will be tested when uh, it comes to those breaking points. Well, maybe she's about to, let's say. You got your place. She has hers. You just met, but you're dating. Up uh, about to lose my apartment, or um, or uh, the, my house burned down, or or you know she's stranded somewhere. Just stuff that's really, really in dire situation. Like, can you really be there? Or I got this crazy ass dude uh, who's the mailman, and he won't leave me alone. Can you please do something about it? You know, it's like those situations to where. You have to sit here and uh, take charge and, you know, just have her back. Um, right. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, wholeheartedly. 
Um, I mean, shit, there were. Let's think about other power plays. You know what I mean? Say, say you you're in a relationship, right? You want to move up on your job. That's why I love this fucking show, House of Cards. You know, and I, I didn't want to talk about it too too much because I would like for y'all to see it, and I don't fuck it up for you before you see it. But I am gonna talk about it in Noel. <laughs> so, dude wants to be vice president. Actually, he wants to be president. He wants power, real power. And he is able to get there through a series of moves that he and his wife make together. So, you know, he tells his wife from Jump Street, I'm not going to give you the picket fence and the dog and the 2.5 kids, but I can promise you'll never be bored, and I can promise power beyond measure. And that is what they went for. So much so. Now, look, everybody feel how they feel, but... In the show, it gets revealed that the wife has had three abortions to prove, you know, just to, to make sure that their life stays on the right track. They try their best, shit happens, and ends up having to have three abortions. And I was thinking about what that represents, why they would put that in the show, and what that represents as far as a, a woman's sacrifice or, you know, a woman's willingness to support the team or the mission. Um, versus the emotional way that we're taught to look at things, I was looking at it through much darker eyes and thinking about power play in that sense that a child would have slowed down their ability to get there and would have compromised their ability to get there, that a child is more of a a trophy or something you do after you acquire the power. Um, It's not something that you start out with because it will slow down your progress, which is how I look at it and what I was talking about anyway on my show all the time. People get mad at me. <laughs> so now <laughs> we have a whole thing on a whole other show that's that's showing the same damn thing, and I love I love talking about stuff like that and thinking about things in that sense. You know, yes, in power plays of protection, of course, but what about real moves? What about not accepting the story for what it is, or the cards you're dealt? How to be able to make moves? to pull yourself out of one thing into another, you know, to take something or nothing and make it something and take something and make it greater. All of those of um, exchange and relating, you know, that we would get together and, and, and kind of propel each other up both because she was, she has her own company. He's going on through the government. They make deals together. She writes bills of law for him. You know, I mean, we're talking about some power play here where they work together. They're a team. Now, not everybody's on that track. Fine. I'm not saying that. But think about in, and let's talk about maybe a real life, a real time situation. Say you want a, a promotion on your job, you know, and yeah. it might, it might, it might actually be a powerful thing to let people know not only that you are together, but that you are going to be engaged because a man who is married looks like he's more stable to a company. Men who are single are seen as more, well, in some instances, they're seen as more of a, of a threat when it comes to higher management, you know. Now, in the in the grunt stages and the regular guy stages, that's fine. They prefer that people be single because if you got kids and you got to deal with my kid is sick and this and that, you know. Um, now, none of this shit is official. We all know what the fuck it is, so I'm not asleep. <laughs> we know what it is. We know what it is. I ain't no fool. So <laughs> I was born on a day, but it wasn't yesterday. So... 
I'm thinking about, you know, you want to move into senior management. It would look good if you were engaged to be married because you look like a man who is ready to make powerful moves in his life. You're making moves to really stabilize yourself. You look more stable when you have a wife than you do as a single man. You do. It gives you a little bit more validity. They take you serious a little bit more. That kind of power move and having a partner who you don't drag along, but y'all in on this shit together. <laughs> okay? Ain't talking about tricking a bitch, but you and her can talk about this thing together, and it's plotted out step by step, you know? How do we get to be more of the hunter and the huntress than always just the prey so we can deal with logic and objective over emotion? You know, about that whole woman sacrifice, she's um, given three abortions. I kind of see that as a very symbolic thing because mm-hmm. when you're building your power, where you decide to ha- where you decide to because your children are your legacy. That's that's your, the fruits of your labor. That I wouldn't see that as a holding back, but you're not quite ready. To, you're not quite ready to sow your oats and have your your progeny move on. It's like growing fruit in bad soil. You don't even have the fertilizer to cultivate that. So I could kind of I could agree from a strategic point of view because when you actually have your empire or your power or you reach or you reach the level of uh, social economic success um, or you reach your, your point, you can stabilize yourself. I believe that at a certain point you should have the fruits of your labor, your progeny, your daughter or your sister. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So having it when you're on the transition, not a good idea. When you reach your destination in your long-term goal or the final goal, I think that's more logical to do. I, I, I think that's a smart move for that woman to do. Um, I'm glad that you just made that point. It reminded me of something I, I forgot to say, where if you look at it, he made three moves, and there are three abortions. So one move is from he was the whip, the chairman of the Congress, and he was the one who whipped the votes into shape. He moved from there to being vice president, right, to being the right. president. That's three moves. He went from being a, a lower circuit congressman in, in uh, North Carolina somewhere to being the chairman of the of the congressional house and the whip, the one who whipped all the votes in together. That's move one, abortion one, power move one, because you're talking about a life force. So that life goes into something else. Death is not the end. It is something being born in another sense. I'm looking at it logically, not emotionally. Now, I'm not trying to knock anything or say anything negative. Yes, children, they're wonderful. Woo, great. Okay? I ain't saying none of that shit. <laughs> but I'm looking at it from a, a powerful, strategic, energetic shift. Looking at it as an energy. Look at it as an energy. That energy, that creative energy went into his career. And with his career also came her business. Then he moves to vice president. And as he moves into vice president, she sells her company and comes away from being sued. (laughs) 
and then he moves into presidency as she is starting a new multi-billion dollar business. I don't know what the hell is going to happen next. We got to see you next month. <laughs> but I just, I looked at the exchange of energy, you know, and and how she was, how she played a part in it. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you said. Wait till y'all watch the show and call back and hear like, wait a minute, you didn't say all of this other stuff. What's going on? I'm trying to spare you so you can enjoy some of it for yourself. But, uh, yeah, wait till you see the show and see how power is exchanged, how it's made and come by every strategic move they make, how they know how to play people's strengths and weaknesses to their best interests and always come out with clean hands. It is amazing watching that. It was amazing. I thought it was just good food for thought, and especially for consideration of, you know, when we think about some of the things that have gone on in our life and we thought maybe it was to our detriment, but it was actually a power move that was in our best interest and highest good. And even if it hurt at the time, when you look back over your life and you think about what would have happened if you didn't do that thing that you once thought was a bad thing, you'll see the wisdom of your choice and you'll hail yourself. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what say you, Fred? Mm, well, you know, <laughs> what I was thinking about. Oh yeah, you know what? It's that whole thing. Um, I've always heard that that whole thing is the black woman is God. Now I don't okay. know. It, I've heard that on. I've heard that thrown all over different platforms. Now. You said something very interesting. You're like, now you have to invest in yourself because the pushback you'll get from brothers is like the black woman's God. Now either you're gonna get two, you're gonna get two reactions. It's gonna be like, yep, yeah, baby, yep, or fuck you. You know, what I mean? it's just that's what it's, mm-hmm. I've heard. So, um, how how would you uh, say? That, how would you? Tell a woman who just thinks that but doesn't really know um, she has to validate herself because what I find is that women want to be validated by men. They'll demand it, but don't take into account they need to kind of do it themselves before they can actually say, hey, get on this because see what I got, you know. I've done that. I I hmm. have done that. I have made that mistake myself where um, – and, and a part of it is because – you boys are taught very differently than we girls are. We are taught, you know, be a lady, sit quiet, be humble, all that fucking-ass bullshit. So you're looking for someone to give it to you because you're not taught to give it to yourself because it's vanity and pride. And, you know, black girls are taught very differently than other girls are taught. Um, and so when you come out of being a girl and to being a woman, you do have to do that work for yourself. And if you're not doing it, you will make those mistakes. You will be looking for someone else to validate you. Even when you know you the shit, you'll still be dealing with somebody who can talk you right out of you knowing that you the shit, you know, and to try to get you to lower your value so he has access. And in all of those things, it's a power play. There are attacks on all hands. And if you don't really know how to stand your ground, you'll be talked out of your value. You'll be talked out of, you know, what you know is yours. And that's, you know, that's something I opened up the show talking about too. Thank you for, you know, saying what you said, help me remind myself of that. Um, that we do have to invest in ourselves that way, and we don't. We have to do that. And you know what else? And I was saying this to my friend Jackie today. Only one in four of you bitches is even worthy of us trying here. That's why 
This show is set up the way that it is because only one in four of you women is even going to try. You're going to be thrown off because it's not served up the way you want and nobody's kissing your ass all the fuck well. Whosoever will, let her ass come. But let her come ready. You know, I'm not here to kiss your ass even and validate you. Fuck that. You better come with your own and come ready to shape it up and make it better because that's what I do. You know, that's what I'm here to do. And that is something that I stand on. When we talk about the black woman being God, huh, let's talk about how that also means you're responsible and accountable for the things in your life. Every fucking thing, everyone you meet, everyone who comes into your sphere, whether or not they're worthy, how you feel about them, how you treat them, how you engage them, what you think, what you say, what you do, how you act. All of those things, you are responsible for that shit. It's a part of you. It is what you do. It comes out of you. It comes up out of you. All of us have to invest in our own stuff. And not everyone is God. Not all black women are God. Not all. I, I, would, I would love to say that we all are God, but we're not. That's what the problem is. We've got the gods and we've got the bad motherfucking baby mama bitches who don't want to stand up and be God. You know? We got eagles. No. I, yeah, I'll put it like this. We got eagles who soar, and then we've got bitches whose wings is two wing and a biscuit. They forgot how to fly, and that is what we're warring against. That's what's really going on down here. You know, it's not just the battle of the sexes. Y'all men is just degenerate women. Y'all are broken-ass women, and I, you know, can't stand y'all, but it is what it is. <laughs> we got to love to hate our broken sister, but it's our own sister who looks like us and walk like us and talk like us and act like us and sound like us that won't stand up in her power but instead would war us to get us out of ours. And you can't let them. You have to understand that we are not all the same. Um, I don't believe in that monolithic we are the world shit. It's not true. Um, and just because we all skin folk do not mean we're all kin folk. Uh, everyone has to be learning because, you know, you'll get stuck thinking, you know, we're supposed to come together. We what? Who? You don't even know what you're talking about. Just because they got black skin does not mean that they are your kin. Hmm. It sure doesn't. Uh, we have got to come aware yeah. of looking at each other just on the top. What's inside? And, you know, uh, the opposite of that would be, like, how males think. You know, I had two of my friends, uh, like, when I was, like, 19, I was, like, 10 years ago, uh, 29 now, but what they were telling me, is like, women think on the women think from the outside in, men think from the inside out. Uh, now, what I feel like today, I get a, a sense of like men are black men or whatever men. I feel like we're, it's like we're being covertly um, instigated to think from the outside. Like that's yeah. how you say like black women, like we're supposed to not look within ourselves. And, and it's like when I'm trying to validate, like, like if I'm trying to it, teach myself something or, or look within myself and that's how men naturally are. We, we don't really need the outside world to do that, but it's like, I almost get a pushback from uh, my mom or my sister to a certain degree. I'm like, why are you thinking? Cause I was like, I don't, I don't want the validation. Like I think compliments is to me when I'm trying to validate it. I feel like everything outside of it is an insult. I, I get almost to a certain degree, offended that someone tried to say, oh, that was good. Like, I wasn't doing it for you. But I feel like we're almost taught to be like everybody else, uh, like women to have, seek validation, which, I mean, it's, it's, more, it's more to their advantage to think 
to validate themselves than let other people around them validate um, who they are. I would agree with that, and I would like to add a little something to it, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Here's what I got. In addition to validating ourselves, you have to remember that we are the feminine, and the divine feminine is the greatest receiver of all time. And so we we must be able to also receive the compliments of others, and that's something that's wrong with you brothers a lot. You are not in harmony with your internal feminine and masculine. So we have this idea of you being a man and us being a woe man, and we're stuck in the mundane. We're not able to transcend that and really tap into our divinity. So instead of you looking at yourself as a masculine and feminine internal inherent both in you, you are more focused on one area. And that is where a lot of the displeasure and confusion and even some of the agitation comes from, even me. I sometimes have a problem with people complimenting me because I'm like, what the fuck do you want? You know what I mean? And I do. I look at people like that. What the fuck you want? (laughs) What do you want? Why? (laughs) I have to stop doing that. And if I could challenge myself to stop doing it, you better challenge your damn self to stop doing it too. Because we should be able to receive those compliments. I know we're not doing it for the compliment, but that's false fucking humility. When someone, when you have an opportunity for someone to share something with you about yourself, especially if it's good, listen, because they see something about you that you are not able to see in that moment, and that is what's vexing you. Either you don't want to see that of yourself, or you're not able to receive seeing that of yourself. So you've been hiding from it. So these opportunities come and present themselves to you to force you to see the fucking mirror of your greatness, and to be able to revel in it but not let it get you fucked up at the same time. It takes ego to be a success. If you get the the confirmation and the affirmation that you're on the right path, we'll stay the course. I bet you if nobody fucking complimented you, then you'd be like, see, don't nobody listen to me. I try to talk to people and share shit, but they on that old bullshit. They watch the Housewives of Atlanta. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be real, you know? So it's, it's, it's something else there, and I'm you know, choose to see it through a different lens. Try it. Give it a shot. Try looking at it through that lens and see if it does something different for you and see if it if it makes a different manifestation in your life too. Hmm. You know, I always doing it for me. <laughs> I I understand like you whenever you say that now I've always I I'm hmm. I've always been like uh, now I don't quite understand the whole feminine masculine energy aspect thing. Someone's on some comedic spirituality stuff, but uh, it's all new to me. But I'm, I always have a little pushback in my brain, going, "What the like? What are you? I'm like, what are you saying? Like, I like, are you saying? Because my first instinct is like, focus on the feminine. I'm like, are you telling me to? I don't know quite. It just doesn't sit well. It's never really sat well with me. I think it's because you don't understand the feminine, if I may. What does it mean to you? See, you can't go on somebody else's definition. That's not going to make you comfortable. That's just some believer bullshit. So what does it mean to you? What does the feminine represent to you? Um, hmm. What my, hmm. Um, coming from when I hear women say, sisters say, it's focus on me, not yourself. 
Never mind you. No. Never mind what you no, like. No, 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 no. That's that's that's. A, what is it? Is that what it means to you? Is that what you think of when you hear that word feminine? Is that what you think of? I think of more being more docile. To be quite honest, just to be keep it real, I think of being docile. Mm-hmm. Now I hate to say and, that, but it's like. Uh, Hey, right. I like asked that. you a real question, and I was prepared for a real fucking answer. You know what I mean? Hey, all right, so that's that's the definition you're working with right now. That's what comes to mind when you think of that word feminine, docile. Okay, so what does that mean then? If someone says to you, be more feminine, you read that as be more docile, and, of course, you are not going to want to do that. So how right. do you, how do you then read this? Because the feminine is the greatest receiver of all time. I don't care what you define it as because your ass is in the, the dark completely, in the negative and the dark. Not in the dark where you can see best, but in some blinder type dark. So you have to define this for yourself now. You have to take that, and it can't mean docile. It has to mean something else if you want to experience this energy in a way that is not only freeing and transformative and healing, but also something that's greatness within you, not something that's a diminishment that you have to lord over and stand up over because you you can't let that be you, you know, that you can then receive a compliment or receive greatness or abundance or even receive the next level for yourself in your life because you ain't going to get there. Y'all can't do shit without the woman. Sorry to tell you, boo, but we everything for you. Okay? Some kind of way, <laughs> it's going to take another one, womb to do it. Whether it's your mom or a sister or a cousin or your wife or a girlfriend or whatever, your boss who's a woman, some, some mentor, someone who just liked you and decided to put your resume at the top of the pile, you know, it's going to some way, shape, or form be a feminine energy, not just a woman as in the physical. Come out of the body and think about the, this thing as an energy. And energy that represents plenty, that represents intuition, that represents the water. Think about the power of water. A teaspoon will fucking kill you. A teaspoon. But it also is the the primary thing that keeps us alive. Our bodies are mostly made up of it. We need it to stay alive. It refreshes our organs. A good eight-ounce glass of water in the morning will wake your organs right up and have them in tip-top shape. But a teaspoon will kill you. And over time, it will erode. It will wear away at things. Think about the feminine as an ebb and a flow. You have to tap into different feminine archetypes and define this for yourself. And I think that's why you were drawn to my show as well. (laughs) So that you can, you've got to define it for yourself. And if that's what, that is what you have understood the feminine as, that's the lens you're always going to see it through. And that is not something that anybody can respect. When I was defining the feminine as some submissive, weak bitch, that was the last thing I wanted to be. Because, um, I'm sorry, I'm Lily's daughter. I'm not laying with this man. Lay so down, you're saying... I'm riding. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So um, are you saying that you had a similar, like, experience before you explored it? You're like, uh, hell no. And let me define yeah, what it is. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I was also fuck the mission and all that bullshit, the feminine, the feminine, the feminine. I was so not wanting to hear that shit, the divine feminine. That sounds like a 
like some old weak shit. What the fuck are y'all saying to us? You know, we're at war. Because <laughs> mm. divine it, feminine it seems, is not a soft uh, bitch. The divine feminine didn't just come in with kids and fucking. The divine feminine came in kicking in doors, saying this is Sparta and cutting off fucking heads. You know, shit has been crazy on this point. Um, and there's more to the divine feminine. I mean. You you don't know goddess archetypes, and I, you said something about Kemet, and I don't know too much about that. I you know mm, I, I can't really speak from that, but I, I'll tell you this: look up Kali Ma, look up Sekhmet, look up Hecate, look up Athena. Some of these goddesses, these bitches, okay, who kicked ass and took names <laughs> and played no games with people, were very ruthless. There's a crocodile goddess, Akilanda. She's a goddess of being never not broken. We talked about it the other day on the show here, where when you find yourself in the croc's jaw, if you just don't resist, you'll live. The reason people die is because they start fighting. They get all scared and shit. Crocodile starts spinning and shit, trying to get you all frightened, and then it'll snap on you. But it has to pull away. And that is, you're supposed to be in that space never not broken. And that's the lesson that she came to, to teach me about the feminine, that she's never not broken that no matter what happens to you, you get back up again. You're not weak. The feminine is a strength. It is a power. It's a very powerful energy. Nothing happens except by the feminine. Everything on this fucking planet is going on with even the permission of the feminine. And a lot of sisters would like to say, we in the patriarchy, we in the patriarchy. I talk that shit because you understand that language. But no, this is two women fighting each other. One the supreme and one the jealous bitch who wishes she was. So let me ask you this. Do you think that, yes. and you'll probably say, yeah, but do you think that men have been, do you think that men have been miseducated, uh, uh, mis- um, miseducated about f- what femininity is because women don't know what it is themselves? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? How mother is the first teacher, right? And if mother is lost and unknown, then she's going to produce lost and unknown children. And I know because, and I talked about that, you know, we did a whole series here about the mother wound. And I talked about that with myself, how for me, it was really about coming away from my mother. And it was, I always understood that and it was my greatest fear, but it was the thing I needed to do in order to come into my own and to stand in myself. And so, yes, if mother is broken and unknown, she doesn't know who she is, she didn't have babies, her babies are going to be the same way. She can only give what she is. So we do need women to more invest in themselves before they have children. But that's not something that's encouraged. You know, and I'll tell you like this, uh, Fred. I was, I had a sister share this with me, my sister, Black Darkini. I love her. And she shared with me the Athenian gospel. And Jesus said that the female is the highest form. And that the male is the lowest form. And they said, but Lord, <laughs> like, I'm going I'm to paraphrase, right, make it funny and real. Like, nigga, you a man. What the hell are you saying to us? Like, what? <laughs> the Bible is telling us, right? And so Jesus says to them, all right, let's go. You come into this world in a man's form for three reasons. The first, the soul the purpose of the soul's journey was best suited in the male form. The second, you already earned your robe. You already were a woman. Well, first, let me let me expound on the first. In the first form, you are a woman in a male form. 
Your soul's journey was best suited. The work you had to do was best suited in a male form. This is not very common, but this is possible, that we have women in male form, and they came to this planet to do a certain work because that certain work was best suited in the male form, mostly because bitches won't listen to another bitch, but they will fuck that dick all day. It is what it is. That's why they don't like me. <laughs> I need some more dick around here, then they'll come. <laughs> I ain't no fool. So the second form, Jesus said, is you as a woman are missing some of the masculine attributes. And so you come back in the male form to gain those masculine attributes via the male form. And he said the last, the most common, is you fucked up, basically. You were a woman, and you did something disgraceful and heinous, and you came back to this planet as a man to learn your lesson. So a lot of our male forms on this planet, all of you are broken women. You're degenerate women. Your penis is our vagina. The head of your penis is the cervix. Your testicles are ovaries. Your prostate is a broken, dilapidated womb. You've got mammary glands or nipples, and you can't nurse. You guys are us. You are our degenerate sisters, our broken degenerate sisters, if you can put it in such a way. Um, and, and you are more vulnerable. Your reproductive system, your ability to create is more vulnerable than ours is because it is all on the outside of you. But you are us. You are an external us. And there are pieces of you that are missing that we have. This is that XY shit. The X, the Y is nothing but a broken X. So that little leg that's missing is all the things that you aren't, that we are, that's the stuff that's missing in you. And that is why we have a lot of this talk about heroes gamos and the masculine and the feminine and coming together and all of these things so we can learn from each other. Because the goal of you coming to this planet, even in your male form, is so that you can be a better woman. Because the highest form is the woman or the feminine. So you can learn better to honor the feminine. But if we can keep ourselves from understanding that, if we can keep this quote-unquote battle of the sexes and power plays and all of these things in ignorance, then we can keep misery and sick and shame, and we can keep making money off you people having babies in this. Cast out. Breeding in captivity. Breeding in captivity, cash cows. So let's keep everybody ignorant, lame, and stupid, just like the fucking beasts of the field, and have dominion over them all. Which I understand why you don't want to to be the feminine, especially if you look at it that way. I don't want to be that shit either. I didn't want to be that. I'm not going to be that. The feminine is a life giver, and I am a giver of life. I create many, many things every day, all the time, and I am happy to do that. Whenever I need something new, I know I have the power to create it. It's in me, inherent, because I came in masculine and feminine personified. Boom. Period. Personified. That's why we can create both. <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question, but I hope so. Uh, it does. I've always – it answers my – you said something I've heard. I've heard – Kind of what you said before, especially the degenerate woman part. Never really sat well with me, but hey, I'm a guy, right? Oh, hey, let me share something with you. Hilton Hotema. It was it's huh? Hilton Hotema, The Great Red Dragon. Uh, get that book, The Great Red Dragon by Hilton Hotema. Professor Hilton Hotema is the one who wrote that. And give me a second, and I will find that for you. 
because I just shared this, um, you know, to our page here, as I talk about these things a lot. And I talk about them because, you know, the way that some people say it is like a negative. But here's what Hotema says. This underdeveloped, degenerated female is sterile, barren, and underproductive. It cannot create itself nor procreate itself. It must depend for its existence and perpetuation upon the fertile, functional female that unfortunately produced it. When she rises out of her present degeneracy and regains her lost power to reproduce herself absolutely instead of relatively, she will then give birth to no more degenerate, sterile, barren, unproductive offspring, and the degenerated, deformed organism that we call male will disappear. And now that sounds like a threat to you because you don't understand that there is no value in your form. You still are under the spell that that body, that penis, that form is of value to you, that it is not a demarcation against you, that there is not something higher for you to ascend and aspire to be, whether that be the masculine, the feminine, whatever, that there is that this is it for you and this is the greatest that you can be. When you come out of that, you know, kind of like take take the red pill. <laughs> Let's take a ride. When you come out of that, you'll stop looking at it that way. That's why, you know, I, I say all the time, I hate men. People are like, oh, she hates men. Yep, man, male, boy. They're all gender identity disorders of this system. And when we stop, and I mean, whoa, man, and man. Because male and female created them. When we come out of defining ourselves that way, and we start to really tap into our tap into ourselves and our value as something more than just this mundane flesh shit, all of that egoic bullshit goes away. Because you know then that you're more than just man. But if you are just man, then of course you know that shit's gonna bother you. You know what I'm saying, Fred? That's gonna bother you. If you just man, then that's gonna bother you. But if you know that you're more than man, then it won't. Wait, did you mute? I heard a beep. Oh, I think it did, yes. I, it it did a weird thing, so I tried to just refresh it. You're back. I can hear you, though. And all your breathing. Damn, that got what you running and shit. Oh, no, because I, no, cause I got a, uh, I got a, I got a flip phone, and I got some big oh, okay. nostrils. I guess I've been told that. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, flip phone too. Now I'm not laughing at you because of that. I was laughing because you said big nostrils, and, and I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. Man, I'm still sitting in the damn queue. Hey, oh Diva Chaos, you are with us. I was wondering where you were, peace, mama. Um, I've been sitting here listening the whole time. Okay, I was making sure I didn't know you could hear me or what, but you are here. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I had to get I had to give your your baby a bath in, in between waiting. Oh my butter bean. How is he? Teething. <laughs> oh God. Um, there's a natural something something. I'll send you the link. There's some natural something, something you can rub on his gums that'll help. I'll send you the link. It's good for babies and all that. You know, all that homeopathic shit. I'll send, I'll send you the link on it. I got to find it. It's somewhere in one of my archives. 
I saved it because um, this should happen to my sister a couple of years ago. And I was searching and searching and searching. I finally found it well after the child was done teasing. Wouldn't that be? But I saved it in case I ever needed it again. So I'll find it and I'll send it to you. But yes, I've I've actually been listening along and y'all took everything I wanted to say. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Me and Fred was just here vibing, you know, just talking about it. Um, I'm glad. But I'm actually, I'm actually Fred. glad that I'm just glad that Fred is actually wanting to know because we can get some brothers. Now I've seen some of the emails on page. <laughs> you can get oh. some brothers that are just adamant that we are wrong and that we need to just step aside and let a man be a man, it's like, uh, no, you don't know how to be a man, so how about you step aside and let somebody show you right? what the hell you need to be doing. You had a fucked up, shitty-ass, confused mama. Don't tell me let you be shit. Hell no. <laughs> Fuck that. So, so it's, <laughs> so it's, it's refreshing to see that Fred is actually willing to ask the questions and have an actual right. discourse without it turning nasty. And, you so. know, the moment I heard his voice, I knew he would be. Because, you know, I will cut somebody the fuck out and hang up on them in RP. We got a song and everything. Queued up and ready. <laughs> but, no, this is Fred's first time calling the show. And, um, you know, he was he was actually pretty cool to talk to. I really enjoyed the conversation. It's, it's not often that I have a conversation with a man that I enjoy. So, thank you, Fred. I was you very surprised. As long as we... You you very much are very adamant about men not coming into your space. I was actually very surprised. I was like, uh, let me jump on and just keep the peace, just in case. But oh, they know me. You, you listen, I told him, I told him <laughs> off rip. As as long you lower your sword, I will lower mine. But you're not the only one in here with a weapon. <laughs> 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 Right. Fred, you, you, Fred, from the words of Fred Fox, Red Fox from our, my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, you fucking with a heavyweight, just before that. <laughs> no, Fred was cool as shit. You know, he came in, he came in even tempered, he came in with questions, he didn't come in disrespectful, and, you know, I could vibe with that. Now, if he had came in any other way, then I'd have just had to cuss him the fuck out, play my fuck you song, and we'd have just kept rocking. Because I don't care. I hung up on him. I'd have hung up on him, and that would have been the end of that, and that would have been the end so, of that. <laughs> but, so, you know, friends, no, this, people... is, this is from, from Diva Chaos. I want to say thank you, because, Lord, that could right? so many different ways. <laughs> I know. And thank you, Fred, from, from me, from Triple, the host, as the hostess with the mostest. Thank you for coming in here and, you know, for the way that you articulated yourself. And I'm saying thanks just because I know that you have a problem with people saying thanks. Well, let me elaborate. Um, well, let me elaborate on that. When when I when I think it's like a when I'm I'm taking compliments from people, it's not so much oh they're thanking me. It's like I want them to give me compliments and stuff that I'm trying to do, not what they want me or what they think is best for me. That's where I'm like, uh, nah. Well, I'm gonna go this way. You want me to go right? And I'm not going to agree or like to those compliments or to the advice until I see it benefiting me. Oh, good. I love that. Yeah. 
So it's not like, oh, yeah. Fred's disagreeable, y'all. That's why he likes me and I like him. That's a good attribute. That's a damn good attribute. Yeah. He's disagreeable. That's why he can come through here. Fred, I'm going to need you to call back more often. Right? We we might need you to call back more often, Fred. We we might could use your opinion on a few things because everybody wants two sides of that coin. Yeah. And, and what do you mean? And what do you mean? Show you how to be a man? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Because, I mean, if you're like, who can really show you be a man? I'm gonna point to a alpha male, like well, nine times out of ten times out of ten, I'm never gonna point to my mother. So what do you? What do you mean? I don't. I'm like, huh? Okay. Hey, doesn't necessarily have to mean alpha. It doesn't necessarily mean have to mean alpha male. Sometimes. Some guys just have just way the machismo level is just turned up and cranked up to sky high limits that it's like you need to tone that back just a little bit. Like there's I no think need of it. It. I, if Those kind of people, um, I just don't deal with y'all. But I think of it in terms of, you know, this is why I was referencing that show, House of Cards. I think of it in terms of improving things in our lives. If you see that the way that I stand makes me look like I'm cowering and you say that to me, as my partner, I take that as a correction that's going to help me give off, uh, you know, to take a different air about myself, to take up more space, and to have a greater countenance. If I see that you as um, my man, as my partner, would be better suited to say such a thing to your boss at such a time, and I say that to you, and you know that it's in your best interest and that it would yield well in your life. That Those are things that I, I think of when I when I hear someone talk about not just with make you be a better man, because I uh, – hold on, y'all. Let me, let me play my track here that I put together for just such a thing as this. Give me a second here. As a bearer of the divining rod, and I will cease saying that you need to aspire to be a man or even a better man because you need to try your very best and fight your very hardest to be more than a man, to recognize that you are greater than man. You need to divest from manhood. You need to divest from identifying yourself as a man. That doesn't mean you simply change from calling yourself a man to calling yourself something else. What this means is that you challenge every single thing about this culture, the society, the way that you have been trained to view, relate to, and utilize your body. You need to rethink these things and redefine these things. You need to reject everything you've ever been made to believe to be true. There are many, many truths that lay in the field for you. On your road to divine masculinity, you will have many pitfalls and traps in your way. There will be women who are invested in keeping you at your lowest. There will be women who are invested in keeping you in the midpoint. There are women and men who are invested in taking your very life to prohibit your soul's evolution. So as a bearer of the divining rod, which is what your phallus was created to be, 
Your purpose in being birthed onto this planet is to protect the right of all who dwell therein. To walk this plane without injury by persons who share your gender cohort or the appearance of your gender cohort. As a bearer of the divining womb, I will not tell you that you need to be a better woman. I will cease saying to you that you need to be a better woman. You don't need to be a woe man. You don't need to be a female. You need to divest from these instruments that have been created by women, as all things are created by women, to keep us from ascending to our highest self and aspiring to the goals that were set forth by us in conjunction with the will of our higher self or the most high. Your greatest gift, your greatest purpose, your highest aspiration has to be something more than being livestock on this planet. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. I am broadcasting on all frequencies, all channels. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. As a bearer of the divining womb, your purpose is to create inspiration for the divining rod to exist in this plane. You alone are God of his existence. Remember who you are. You alone divine womb are God of his existence the divining rod black woman that jet black woman best respect that woman the black woman is God black woman that big black woman you can never check that woman the black woman is God Mother of the earth, queen of the land Call me Mama Duke, watch me expand Swallow up the sun, give birth to my gland That's what we call a resurrection I think it's time to turn your lights on I think it's time to change your white on Sneaking up on you just like a python Isis is really ice on We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga In the form of double X, nigga I want my throne back I set, nigga I burn your shit down Stop met, nigga We got waited, debated, anticipated Was hated, miseducated by both who we Again, that number, 347-826-9930. I see we got an all-ones caller in the queue. I'm going to open your mic in just a second. I'm going to finish playing this track, and we'll be right on back. Last call for alcohol. 60 seconds, 347-826-9930. Angry Divas Radio. God. Black woman. Yeah. That big black woman. You can never check that woman. Why? Black woman is God. They think I'm gonna stop this fight when they call me bitch, hoe, and dyke. 
know I'm saying it loud, hot on the mic. Stand strong, reclaiming my birthright. We bow down to no man. Submission is the best part of the program. So keep pushing and searching this whole land. No DNA strand, we take the black bone man. So, who was the builders before you? And who gave you suckling and boy you? If you believe in the ultimate sacrifice, the story to Jesus Christ, she had her without you. So, cause your God for raping boy. Mama come back to settle that score. Came down to earth long before. We may call the Babylon whore. Fucking men wouldn't be on this planet if we didn't put them here. 
We put these rat bastards here, and they're supposed to be here to serve us, and they do everything but that. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and, and here's how we here, When I was talking that's, about that's that why loss I I'm worried about the boys I'm raising. That's why, that's can't why be worried I, about I literally them. just... You can't be worried. Ooh, like, you're raising them. You're the one raising them. Ugh. The reason that men are fucked up is their mamas. I stand on that. I got an example. I was talking with a friend. Uh, she said to her sister, when you going to learn how to cook? Her sister got two sons. When I get a good man... Your children are eating cup of noodles and Elio's pizza. And Damn. you are waiting until you get a good man. See, then those boys grow up hating bitches righteously because you wasn't shit to them, all right? So they grow up and hate bitches, and then it's their fault. What example did they have? My father, for as shitty as he was, you know, you know, whatever. Love my daddy, but he wasn't perfect. Let's just keep it real. All right? My father loved women because his mother was that kind of woman. You know, we talked about this on a different show. And, um, man, I don't remember the name of the show, but I was saying that we were talking about the Madonna versus the whore. And we were saying that men, as much as the whore are the one, they get that flagpole to rise. <laughs> and all of them want them a just for me hold that they're the only one that could stab it, grab it, because you know I got to have it, you know. Um, <laughs> they want their women to be more like mama, unless mama was fucked up. And I had a whole article and everything, so you can't argue with me because it wasn't just me. Fuck off. It was somebody else. <laughs> and I was just quoting their article, but we talked about it. And, you know, we were talking about the different ways that that ends up playing out and, how women end up getting judged for this or that. And, you know, the sister, Jacqueline Harris, and I were talking earlier. We were talking about Don Nicole on show. And she was saying that Don was like, she about to start calling herself the baddest hoe. And she was breaking down hoe. And I was I was saying to Jackie, we're all hoes. That's women's problem. If, we, if you fuck a man, use a hoe. Use a hoe. Use a hoe. I said that you was a hoe. I think I remember that show. Fuck. Okay. All right. So... And I say, what's the difference between two rings on your finger and with the money a on the nightstand of ownership and the money on the nightstand? I tell you what, the hoe's happier. <laughs> Shit. She got her money up front. She know what it is. Okay. She know exactly what it is. She ain't crying and pining. And how come he ain't wrote me no letters? I ain't get a date. Nope. She knows what it is. She knows that she's exchanging value for value, and she named her fucking price. I said on my Facebook one time, and the girls didn't know what to do. <laughs> I said, I got more respect for strippers than I do for holy rovers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they didn't know what to do. Whoa. They didn't know what to do. Lord. <laughs> more respect. They know what the fuck it is. They ain't playing no game. They're not playing. They they know exactly what it is. They're not trying to be awesome. I just, I just want a man who loves me for me. You know, I just gotta... (laughs) 
You know what I'm saying on this shit? The hoe knows what it is, and she acts accordingly. And so I said, <laughs> I said to Jackie, and now, Diva, tell me how you feel on this one, you know, being a married woman yourself. I said that the wife is the first pimp. <laughs> it brings a little bit Go get my money, bitch. <laughs> Why? It rings, it rings true. I can't even. I can't Why even disagree with that one. It rings true. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? You get to sit in the house, and he goes and gets the money, and that is the first pimp and hole game. It's the first time especially game. especially if you manage it, you're managing you're pretty much managing the entire household so the household can't run without the money. Somebody gotta go get the money. Somebody gotta go get the money. You know what I mean? And and in this world where it's set up that fucking men wanna be on top and shit and dominate, I right, you dominate. You go out there and you be the one who can make the most money because you gonna make a dollar for my sixty three cent anyways. So you go ahead and make that fucking dollar. <laughs> All right. And bring your fucking dollar into my house. That's right. Power play. And I will reserve and this I, pussy just and, for you. And you have <laughs> and you have to trade that you have to trade that power play for jewelry, cars, mm-hmm. and anything else that goes on. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I like Fox. I like Fox. Fox. Ooh, wait. And this is just a, a matriarchal thing in my own family. Since grandmama, since been grandmama, great grand, great grand, grand grand, great 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 grand. You know, foxes, just beautiful silver foxes, especially. Oh my God, there's something about it. Whew, you know, so you know, it, there are things that are just necessary in exchange. You know, but I, I've been saying it for years. I don't see why married hoes is acting like they ain't hoes. Like you won't trade your pussy for diamond rings and things. Stop. Look, you know, and listen to your heart and hear what it's saying. Wake up. Be the huntress instead of the prey. I'm sure that we have made Fred very uncomfortable. I'm sure he might need a Daniel. He might hold his own with the lions. Hey, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. We'll see. The diva already. I think he can. I think he can hold his own for a little bit. He hasn't run screaming yet. He hasn't run screaming, but he's very quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> well, actually, I'm getting a feel for you because. First time call. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can. Now, the only thing that what I can agree with is I think in terms of this. Damn, I stuck on that. But um, I think in terms of like when I think of uh, because every creature, damn every creature on the planet, from an insect to a fucking squirrel, has like you have a male and a female. What I don't understand. Is 
what is it based off of that males are degenerate females or degenerate females? I've heard it before, but no one ever elaborate. Well, you do elaborate, but is that when most things in this current time, in this part of the universe, everything, you got sperm, you got egg. But on a grand scale, that sunlight is like a sperm. For the, like I, I look at the earth as our mother, but you do need uh, you do need something to power it up. If that's if the sun stops shining, bye bye Earth. Mommy's dead. So in that sense, where can you? Where do you? How can you have a higher formula? Because that, if that's the point, then if the woman's the highest, how can you survive on your own? That means you have to be self-sustaining. And she is. Point. She is. She is self-sustaining and self-maintaining. See, you think of the sun as male or masculine. And yeah. because because masculine still is married to a male form to you, you are still thinking of it in terms of male-female. But the masculine of the sun is still an inherent part of mummy. See, only mummy can create both male and female forms out of her body. She takes that sperm and do what it do, what it do, during the time that she do, and she is able to reproduce and to produce. The produce is the feminine or the female, the female iteration of life. The reproduce is the male form of life. And she is able to do both of those. And she is able to sustain both of those things and maintain both of those things. It is a very masculine thing to project something from your body, but she does it even in her female form. She pushes and forces that life from her body into the world. Masculine and feminine is inherent in who we all are. When we think of things in this sorry-ass fucking flesh, which is all bullshit, it's all lower than energy. It's, it's, it's a, a slow-down version of energy. That's what matter is, and matter is still mother, and everything is mater, mater, mother. She is everywhere. There's not a place you can go you can get rid of her. That's why I think that this is this is a little difficult for you. I mean, there's no arguing with the truth. It is or it isn't. It needs no proof either. It is or it isn't. You know it by the way it feels. And when it makes you feel some kind of way, you have to investigate it. You have to interrogate it. I encourage that. It's our questions, quest I on, that guide us on our questing. You have to ask those questions. And moreover, ask yourself why. Why do you need to keep separating mother from male and female? Why does it keep coming back to the body for you? You're still in the spell of gender. When you awaken from that spell of gender, this will be easier for you, Fred. But you're still in that spell of gender, and that's just something you're going to have to work through, honey. Because um, it, it, the sun, that, that's an, another trick, too, one of them spells of Leviathan, where they run that word spell on us because it's S-U-N and S-O-N. We would like to equate those two things, and they have nothing to do with each other. The sun sustains nothing. He needs mama. He needs mama, and he needs mama to create life. So you cannot put the son in that position. That is not his role. His role, usually they put the son and iconography on mother's lap. Or in some of the iconography, 
inside of a crescent moon under mother's feet. When we get into trying to be greater than mother, what we're dealing with here is a true degenerate woman, a true lower life form, because you have forgotten that you are out of her, that you are her. And then there becomes a war of who is greater than who and who's above who and who, uh, uh, but you need her because it is she that came first. And it is out of her comes all of us. That sun that we're talking about, it's the galaxy that gave birth to the sun, but the galaxy ain't never fucked the sun to give birth to one. Self-sustaining, maintaining, and creating that galaxy. Because it's something that created that sun. Let's, let's go into an energetic form instead of a body, because there's something more to this. There's something more esoteric than this mundane um, battle of the sexes whose dick is bigger contest. Because, honey, my dick's bigger anyway. The clitoris is way longer and bigger than the dick is. So, ain't no need to even war that fight. You lost. You lost that one. It's not your fault. You didn't even have a dog in that fight. So let's not even go to war on that. Let's talk instead about the energy representations and how that exists to transcend even what we've been told is reality. Because if we stay in reality... We'll stay in misunderstandings and one needs to stand on the other one and, you know, a true stagnation. And, and I don't do that. We grow around this motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> we grow around this motherfucker. And we get better. Like fine wine and good cheese. <laughs> Only we can. Now, take it out of the body. Take it out of the physical. Take it out of the mundane. Take it out of even mother, father. That's why I keep saying you have to define that masculine and feminine for yourself. And as long as feminine still means docile to you, you are lost. You're going to have to define it in a higher way. You have to have way more respect for the female form. You have no respect for the female form. None. You tell it on yourself, Fred. You got no respect nor honor toward the feminine, nor the female. None. You don't find her to even be worthy of it. That's why you're stuck with docile and who's greater. And that's why you, the, the degenerate woman thing sounds like a put-down to you. Because to be a woman in any form to you is a negative thing. Now, I'm trying to be benevolent. God is feeling very benevolent today. But you, you are, I'm, I'm not going to war some other bitch's son tonight. I'm not doing it. So... We're not going to have to have this conversation in a negative way. We're not going to war bodies because um, I win. I don't lose. This is not about warring the body. This is not about that. There's something so much more than the mundane. Because, you know, in every esoteric doctrine, and I've talked about this, Jesus himself fucking said The lowest form is the male. The highest form is the female. And to come to this planet in the male form is for one of three reasons. The work you were sent here to do was best suited in the male form. That does not apply to you, Fred. The second reason, you lost a part of your masculine self as a woman, so you came in as a male form. That doesn't apply to you either, Fred. The third one applies to you, Fred, and this is the unfortunate thing because it applies to most of you men. 
you fucked up bad on your womanhood and dishonored the feminine and the female so bad that you came into this planet as a male so you could learn to have some respect. And you will continuously have examples and instances that come into your life to help you to have a greater understanding and to grow. And you will either capitalize on those experiences or you will write them off as hooey so that you can remain stuck and stagnant in that man-male-boy myth. And that is the thing that I think is because there's something so much greater for you than even what they told you you are. I find... I find it offensive to have to call you a man. I don't find that anything honorable. I I feel like I'm cursing you to have to call you a man or a male. I find that to be beneath your capacity. And if that is the thing that we're on this planet warring against, then so be it. But I find that we have people who would like for us to real men this. No, fuck that. There is no man male. It's a myth. Let's let go of it. Because it's the holding on to and the clinging on to the myth that is causing the wars and causing the destruction and the lack and the fear and the confusion and the bullshit that we don't need. But if we can let go of the myth and come into something more esoteric or something greater, if we can come into our higher selves as the most high, to think higher of ourselves even, then we got something going because now we're dealing with kinetic energy instead of bullshit. And I can vibe with that. I can vibe the hell with that. Absolutely. Think higher of yourself. Think higher of yourself. Aspire to it. Define it. Redefine it. Discover it. Have a greater honor of it. When you think higher of yourself, you don't have a problem with thinking higher of the feminine. If you thought higher of yourself than a man, then you would see the feminine as something beautiful and wonderful. It's only the diminished masculine that seeks to keep the divine feminine small enough to fit in this fucking patriarchal world of illusion. Because the divine masculine is a warrior, and that divine masculine makes fucking love to that feminine. Oh, my God. He want to keep her ass happy. He wants to keep her happy. He wants to keep her fed. He wants to keep everything beautiful in her life. He's protective of her, not lording over her because he's strength into his own strength. He doesn't need her strength to make himself feel stronger. He doesn't need her to be weak so he can feel like he's strong. He actually is strengthened by her strength. And that is something that so few people, whether they bear the male form or the female form, So few people are able to tap into that because we've got a bunch of diminished masculines and wounded feminines roaming this planet. And nobody wants to come into divinity because everybody puts down divinity because they can only see from where they are. Sad state of affairs, people. A sad state of affairs. We're so much greater than that. The divine feminine is everything, and she is all. The divine masculine is everything, and he is all. And I use those pronouns because it's what most people understand. But it's hard. It's a very hard thing to convey because we have been taught that person, place, and thing spell. And that person, place, and thing spell, if we, if we don't talk from that spell framework right there, we don't understand each other. 
So it sounds like something crazy <laughs> to talk outside of that, which is why you've got to redefine. You have to define things for yourself. You do. If you adhere to someone else's definition all the time, you'll never grow. You'll be stuck. And, you know, your life would be fucked up. And that's not my problem. You can do that over there. <laughs> not up in here. <laughs> Any last words, anybody, before we brought the show to a close, before she cuts us out? I've had fun this show. Thank you, dear. Oh, I, I got, had fun, oh, too. I still want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for the gift. I'm loving it. Oh, and your gift will be you? sent out probably Monday morning. Okay. Money comes in. Thank <laughs> so, you. Babe. Yes, I will be. I will be wearing your earrings to the masquerade ball. Oh, God. oh You know, there's always something going on over here. I'm so glad that you love them. I I hope that you would. I um. I I just I was in here and I was in my studio designing and putting some things together, and that was the look. That was the look. So I'm glad that you enjoyed them. Yay. Yay. I got a couple of them. Look at it this way. I will be, if I, whenever I stop wearing them, they'll be passed on to my princess. Did you get the pictures that I sent you in the Dropbox? Oh, I got to check my email. I did not, but I will. I will. I promise. Check your email. Check your email, Diva. I'm going to let you go because I'm going to go kiss the baby and we're about to put him down for bed. We are bringing uh, you the have a great to night. Anyway. You too, dear. Fred, have Thank a you great so night. much. I do want to say one last thing. Back to her admin-ing. All right, um, sis. And I will see, I will see you to, uh, on the page, sis. And I'll, I'll probably try to give you a call tomorrow if, you know, time permitting and stuff. All right. Oh, Fred, last words? Uh, yeah. Just uh, one thing. Um, I guess I'll look at uh, that whole aspect of that feminine energy. Um, and another thing, I'm not that type of man to think that I never really feel like I need to lord over a woman to feel like, uh, no, I know you made that statement, but i am never felt that way. I think that's kind of like, no, that's kind of like, no. <laughs> but it's more like power over self, not so much another human being. That's just mm-hmm. one trait I didn't get. Yes, mastery but I, itself is important. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, uh, ruling over a woman now. I'll let her rule herself. <laughs> um, yep. But um, but uh, yeah. But uh, thanks for um, having me on. And um, all right, I'll just tune in. All right, Fred, thank you for coming through. Everybody, make sure you tune in. Today is Friday, so we will be back in here, Moon Day Madness. I got a song from Erica Badu. This is actually one of my favorites um, because she's actually talking about our fall and how we came away from each other, how we became so separated and disjointed, um, masculine and feminine, male, female, whichever way you choose to look at it, whatever floats your boat, finds your lost remote. Let's go ahead and spin it.
built a wall, a 20-foot wall, so I could 